Welcome back to the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. Today, we're at 1756 General Booth Boulevard in Virginia Beach at the Grand Maya Mexican Restaurant with the owner, Omar Perez. Thank you for listening. So my name is Omar Perez. Um, we have seven locations. The first one was, um, well, that's currently at 500 South Battlefield Boulevard in Chesapeake. Uh, location number two is down in Elizabeth City. Third location was the um, 1920s Centerville Turnpike, which is Virginia Beach. Fourth location where I started is at 3120 Kiln Creek Parkway for now. Uh, we plan to move that into a cell phone building. Okay. Which city is that? Uh, that's in Yorktown. Okay. We're right there, border with Newport News. Everybody thinks it's Newport News. Um, from there, we did the 2620 South Battlefield Boulevard, which is on the way to Moyoc, the old Hardy's going out that way. And then we did um, 100 Market Street, that's in Yorktown as well. And now Grand Maya, last year, we're at 1756 General Booth Boulevard. Uh, six of them are three amigos. This one being more me than my father, I decided to change the name, do my own brand. Okay. But don't be surprised if a few locations turn into Grand Maya. So, it just looks so welcoming. That's like one of the things that lately it stops me from just cutting one to give up. Because when people come in and they're like, wow, this restaurant is amazing and beautiful. And that's always lifts your, your, uh, your drive to keep going. How long has this been a family-owned business? Um, we opened in... My dad's start was in 1992. Yeah. So you know Mi Casita on Rosemont and Bonnie Road? Yeah. That's my, my dad got started there. Okay. Um, things happen and he decided to open up his own okay and that was 95 96 nice and I've been helping him I was eight years old really helping him since and I'm still here okay have so. you guys always been local mm, we got just one location that's in Elizabeth City yeah but they might as well should add Elizabeth City to the 757 because yeah. everybody goes back and forth Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, everything else is in the, um, we got two Chesapeake, two Virginia Beach, two Yorktown, and then Elizabeth City. Are they all Grand Mayas? No, the rest of them, this is the only Grand Maya, the rest of them are uh, Three Amigos. Okay, I love Three Amigos too. I just, I love Mexican food. That's good. <laughs> Keeps us feeding our kids. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is your most unique item on the menu? Lately, the biggest one we got recognition for is the birria. Everybody's got the birria tacos, the birria pizza, um, but we have the traditional, which is goat meat birria. Everybody else uses beef. So right now, we've been recognized for doing it the right way. All right, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, okay, and then how do people like to order it specifically now? Like, I see is it a, like quesadilla uh, mainly? Well, the birria, um, 
tacos. Plate itself is like the meat, rice and beans, pico de gallo, and tortillas, so you make your own tacos out of it. Okay. Um, to do the tacos and everything else, we did start using the beef. Just because the price point everybody else is charging, we got to compete. So, okay, we'll use beef on that, but the main dish itself is the goat meat, and obviously the price is reflected. Mm. So some people don't want to pay too much. No, I'm not paying that much. It's too much for Mexican food. But yeah, I have a lot of dishes uh, I tend to look at. In one way or the other, we all copy each other. Yeah. You know, it's no different than McDonald's, Burger King. They all sell burgers, and whoever's got the better burger, somebody wants to come out with a similar that. But I always look for what's not in the area and throw it in there and see what happens. I love that. If it works, it works. Because you get people that, well, let's see what this guy has. Oh, yeah, they got this. Let me start selling it because they have it. I'm the other way around. Just like when the food reps used to come in. It's like, hey, well, you know, say Plaza Azteca is the, was the biggest one around. Uh, Plaza Azteca does it. So if Plaza Azteca does it, you think I'm going to do it? It's like my front door sign does not say Plaza Azteca. It says Three Amigos. You can take your product and walk out my door because I'm not going to do it. You know, I was like, why not? It's like, whatever you tell me they're doing, I'm doing the opposite. I'm being trying to be as unique as I can and not mess with what everybody else is doing. So how long has your family owned this location? We opened October 5th of last year. Okay. Halfway through the pandemic. Wow. Um, our oldest location opened up in 95. Well, 92 if we were still part of right. Casita. But 95 was when my dad started the first three amigos on the on Battlefield by the Locks Bridge. Okay. Um, it's no longer at the original spot, but it's still the same same thing. Okay. So coming up on what 95 20 20 some years okay that's awesome do you know who did the murals in the restaurant yeah um, her na name is Ashley I actually got her off of that uh Anthem Rhodes, Ashley Pickin. Ashley Pickin. Oh, awesome. So I think she's Virginia Beach. Pickin Paint. Okay. So I found her on Facebook. She did a post on the Hampton Rhodes takeout order group. Okay. So I, I was like, hey, I got restaurants. Can you, or are you, some people are exclusive to a certain, uh, um, group. She's like, no, I'm not exclusive. It's like, all right, well, come pay my restaurants. Awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think my staff's going to hate me when they got to wash it off, though. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best drink that's served here? Obviously, the top seller is margaritas, which okay. is the Texas, which is the, uh, the stronger one. But we do pretty good with, like, the fresh squeezed margarita slash skinny margarita. Okay. Um, we brought it in as the fresh, but then people were like, oh, I want a skinny one. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, it is a skinny one. There's fresh squeezed everything. So, oh, okay. So people ask for a skinny. 
we get one the fresh. Okay. Um, so it's definitely that. We got a few other other um, different style of margaritas, but it's definitely the margarita category. Okay. But how about you personally? I asked you your favorite place in the restaurant, and you said the bar. Um, yep. Uh, my drink. I'm not really a drinker. Okay. I'm just simple beer, uh, maybe one or two beers a week, and that's it. Okay. So for me, it'd be Modelo Especial. Nice. Um, that's my to-go beer. And if they don't have that, then I go, I guess, no Mexican beers available then but like, you know. So is it more the social aspect that you enjoy about more than? Honestly, because I can sit where I'm at right now and watch what can everybody's you see doing. Anything? Exactly. Oh. I can sit here, watch the front, listen to the food bell if it needs to be taken out, and just watch everybody. Especially now that I got to be a babysitter in a way. Oh my gosh. But no, obviously, bars always where the good things happen. You know, people are more relaxed, more outgoing, but. For me, that's why the bar is the best spot. What's the best memory you have in one of the Three Amigos or in Grand Maya? Um, personally, or just personally, that I have. Yeah. For me, when uh, I've had people come up to me that they met me 10 years ago, actually like 13 years ago when we were trying to get the Yorktown location that was my start as a business partner with my father and now that they've seen me in a 10-year lifespan for them to come into my restaurant and tell me they're proud of what I've been accomplishing um, that I've always maintained my foot on the ground you know not some people start making it start wasting money drinking and partying too much is that like you're focused you're you're driven to do better but you're only competing with yourself so to me that's my best memories for customers to acknowledge the work that I put into and they've seen me mature in a way because I was 23 when I started managing so 37 now it's been a tough road yeah. What do you like on the menu? Anything that has meat or chicken. <laughs> Off the grill, to be honest okay. with you. Um, lately, I like my uh, skirt steak. So, obviously I need my protein and I work out and I need, so I go to meats mainly. But the skirt steak, obviously better meat. Um, make my own tacos out of it or just straight up just eat the meat but that's my to go um, if I want to add to it and do a little bit better maybe I'll throw shrimp on it because I'm a, I'm a shrimp person alright yeah me too so really anything chickens shrimp or steak is my to go to so like do you guys do the mixed fajitas mm -hmm. oh yeah we got, we got actually a little bit of different we got some that have like the two eggs over easy on top, uh, deep fried jalapeno, we even have a teriyaki fajitas, which uh, those come with uh, chicken, shrimp, mushrooms, obviously your normal onions, tomatoes, and bell pepper, uh, pineapple chunks, and then we just drizzle the teriyaki sauce on top, 
and that that one surprisingly became a popular a popular item. And that's just stuff we make up, you know. People dig fusion food. Well, everybody's dipping their hands into Mexican, so it's time we start dipping our food, our hands into something Honestly. else and mix it in. Because I have a friend of mine, uh, he's a hibachi cook um, in the city center over at Newport News. Mm-hmm. So somebody took the hibachi party and just put, made a burrito out of it. Ooh. So I saw the TikTok on it and I sent it to him. And he's just like, dude, we need to do something where we fuse, uh, fusion Mexican and, and hibachi. And I was like, I've been trying to get you to open up a restaurant for a while now. That would be awesome. Um, he's like, well, let me see. He's like, he just had a baby and he's real busy. He's like, we'll have to talk eventually. Oh, yeah. But I tried to do stuff that's not normal for Mexican restaurants. Sometimes it sells. Sometimes you just take it off from the next menu and um, change. It's fun to change it up. Yeah. uh, I know people that their menu looks almost the same as 10, 15 years ago. And then they wonder why they're not as busy as they used to be. Yeah. So. So it sounds like you work pretty closely with your chef then. Mm, Not really. I just don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm the one that'll go out between... uh, my brother, my sister, and all my, like, managers, we usually will, when I say, hey, it's time to do a new menu, throw some ideas. And they'll give me, everybody will give me their ideas, we'll have a meeting, all right, this goes, this stays, this goes, this stays. Then they'll actually present it to me, and we try it out. Um, I, I like doing stuff that's easy to make, but it's also flavorful. Yeah. Um, so if we don't have the flavor all the way in, and even though it's an easy item, I'll throw it out. Um, you know, like I went to, well, I used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot. My favorite wings were the mango habanero wings because of the spice and the sweetness. And for some reason, I never thought about it. And uh, eventually, I was like, you know what? I can make my own mango albanetto sauce and sell them in my restaurant. So we did it. Uh, we have uh, pineapple albanetto, mango albanetto, and guava albanetto sauces. And I mix them with anything and everything. And like, if you to come in and it's like, can you handle spicy? You tell me yes. Um, I'll bring them out. I'll sample them to you. Like, try this. Like, the mango habanero with seafood and shrimp is good. Oh and everybody God. agrees with me. It's like, you're not lying about the mango habanero and seafood mix. So, it's just, some, some, I'm not a cook. I suck at cooking. I was always more the <laughs> drink maker. Okay. But when it comes to coming up with ideas for new dishes... So you know how to eat. Exactly. <laughs> it shows, doesn't it? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm the same way. <laughs> uh, me and food, we have a strong love for each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. So, you know, I'm trying to get to the point where I can travel in Mexico or, like, Vegas and go to the exclusive, like, Mexican restaurants that'll definitely do different than what I do and just see what they have and either copy it or take the idea and throw my spin on it. So, but maybe this year I'll 
I'll be able to start going to. I definitely want to go to towards the southern part of Mexico. Okay. That's a completely whole different um, food style than what I'm used to. Because um, we're from uh, close to Guadalajara, which is more central Mexico. And the t- bottom part of Mexico is a lot different than what we were used to. Have you been exposed to that area and their food yet? A little bit. Yeah. But it's like going to an Olive Garden for your Italian food. Yeah. You're not getting the authentic. Okay. The authentic, you know. Maybe, maybe they there's something they don't like, so they take it off the ingredients and they present that to you. But obviously, like, when we've traveled Mexico, gone to, like, Puerto Vallarta, Acapulco, we never eat at the, uh, no restaurants, you know, your chain restaurants, or, um, my dad was always, where's the, where do you guys eat? He'll, he'll ask the staff of wherever we're at, the hotel, or, Oh, we go, you know, a couple streets back and take a left, and then there's a little mom and pop shops back there. That's where I want to go. Yeah. So that's what we do, and I'm sure that food is a lot better than if we would go to uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, of course. You know, your typical beach area restaurants. Yeah. You want to serve quality food. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had food from, you know, the hotels and all that, and it's good. I mean, their chefs have good but sometimes you know not everybody can make uh, grandma's cooking or mom's cooking as good as mama herself made with love yeah (laughs) so this is a Virginia podcast so I have to ask everyone how do you recognize someone from this area they're driving (laughs) (laughs) no um I guess the the way they talk easily, you know, to me, you, you dress, talk, um, and if you meet somebody and they, they'll ask, you know, certain questions, you're like, you're not from around here, are you? Because <laughs> they know how, what, make, what gave it away. I was like, well, you should know where all this stuff is. Oh, uh, you know, sometimes they'll straight up tell me, we're not from around here, or I used to live here. But if they talk to you and they're talking about how crappy the weather is, this and that, you know, one day it's summer, the next day it's spring, the next day we got snow, they're, they're from around here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's the way they carry themselves and talk is my way of figuring out there. Sometimes I got to ask, they, they might be from New York and you've been here for five, six years, but the accent... It's still strongly there. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I was trying to find, the accent part of it. That, that's what gives them away. What do people from here sound like? Like you and me? Yeah. You know I mean, okay. that's... Because obviously you get in Carolina, even Elizabeth City, you can start picking up slight difference in the, their accent. You go to Northern Virginia, it's even same state, but different area. Yes. Very so... That's the way they talk and their accent that gives them away. Thank you. You're welcome. What are your goals now? Survive. Yeah. <laughs> Survive, get past through all this, and right now we're 
cleaning house where we're getting rid of bad people around us. I wanted to open up another location, but with the information I have, it'd be cheaper to just get a tighter grip on what we already have than try to grab a new one. You know, uh, the lack of staff also stops me from wanting to open up another one because we're already somewhat struggling for staff. Um, why would I want to open up another one to continue or make that problem bigger? Yeah. And I need a break, to be honest. You know, it took us 17, 15 to 17 months to open this location. Oh, wow. um, Virginia Beach inspectors aren't the friendliest to work with, and they made it very difficult. So do I want to open up another one in Virginia Beach? Part of me says yes, part of me says no, because I don't want to deal with them again. But I just need a break. Maybe it'll be a year or two before I decide to do anything else. Maybe opportunity to knock on my door next week and I say, okay, let's do it. But my end goal is to transfer out of, transfer out of, um, uh, restaurant business and do commercial residential investments. Something that doesn't require that much staff to survive. So, yeah. so this white sauce here, which is known as salsa blanca, I've heard that that's just a Virginia thing. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Like my dad bought the recipe from a guy for like three, five hundred bucks. And you go out of the 757 area, maybe Richmond still might. And if they say white sauce, well, obviously they get a cheese dip. I was like, no, that's not what I want. And it's like, well, it's more like the ranch. We don't have it. We don't have it. So it's definitely just this area. This is a secret for sure. I mean, it's Miracle Whip base, and then we throw our own spices in there. I'm always trying to figure out what's in it. It's so good. I knew it was Miracle Whip. That's all I could tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's... But that's definitely the best one I've had. You like that one? Yeah, most of them to me just taste like Miracle Whip, and that's it. Mm. Like, some, uh, sometimes they're too runny, sometimes they're too thick. Yeah. Not everybody has a good one. Yeah. I don't like it. It's got a nice kick to it. I, I don't like it, yeah. period. <laughs> but I know how to make it. Ooh. I, I just, you know, it, it's usually a turn off for me. I'm like, ooh, that's horrible, but this is good. <laughs> well, you know, how some people say if the chips and sauce aren't good at the table, they they have doubts about the food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, that's really good. Uh, Miracle was the base to the tzatziki sauce and the gyros and the mayonnaise. Yes. Okay. Thank you.